Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. College football, full circle. On the right, fake to Armstrong, run, book five. to the end zone, drives his way in, Virginia Tech has won it in six overtimes. All right, here we go, college football full circle. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi here with you, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. College football is officially in full swing. Some great games last night. More games tonight and then the full, normal Saturday slate coming up tomorrow. Joining me as always, go for the two, Joe Lisi. Joe, how are you, my man? Uh, I could be better. I could have gotten both of those games last night with the half points. We got screwed by two games, the total in UCF and Minnesota. But, hey, it is what it is. We got the butterflies out. We got a couple of hits. I tell you what, I was up until 2 o'clock watching Dylan Gabriel and the Central Knights pull that game. That was a fantastic game, right? When I did the show with you and Scotty, they were down 21 to nothing. Just a dynamic effort. A gutty win in the heat, obviously, got to Boise. And didn't we talk about Boise, maybe this identity changing? I know that their win total was 8.5. I was on the under. I don't know if you were, but this team, I think is basically a 500 ball club in 2021. Yeah, I think that that game was very strange. You know, it started, Joe, with the lightning delay. Supposed to start at 7. Doesn't get going until around 9.45 p.m. Eastern. And I think that at the start of the game, it took a little bit of air out of the building. You know, the bounce house down there in Orlando allowed. (laughs) Well, look, I think that, that, Joe, you, you combine a long delay, you get everybody back in the building, and then you get a 100-yard pick six. Uh, going the other way for Boise. You kind of mix those two things together, and I think that really got Central Florida off track early in that football game. Boise builds the 21 nothing lead, but listen, you got to give Gus Malzahn, Dylan Gabriel, and the crew. How about Isaiah Bowers, too, Joe? How about call. Isaiah Great Bowers, call huh? by you <laughs> yesterday right here on College Football Full Circle. Joe Lisi gave you Bowers over 80.5. When I put it in a couple hours later, Joe, it was down to 74 and a half, and my man... He went over. He doubled it, Joe. He had 150-plus on the ground. 
He was outstanding for UCF last night. He was. He was a bruiser, right? This kid could catch the football. I'm really curious to see how Gus Malzahn implements him in terms of the offense moving forward because this could be that potential dark horse for a group of five. You know, let's not think let's think about what he utilized in Auburn with Tank Bigsby there. Same type of runner in terms of Isaiah Bauer. He could be a, a potential for maybe, you know, Heisman Trophy voting if he utilizes him the right way. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and I know that you were saying that the hook got you in that game. Well, the hook helped me. Uh, I, of course, <laughs> yesterday had the, I had the <laughs> under 67. And let me tell you, the weird part was, and me and you were kind of texting throughout all these games last night, and when UCF scored the touchdown to go ahead, I, I kind of I didn't really do all the math in my head right away because when they were driving, I, I, I forgot, forgot about the two-point conversion. And I figured they're going to get a touchdown. I'm done. Extra point finish. Right. It's going to go over 67. And then you're texting me you're like, Oh, you believe this guy? Uh, and he missed the two-point conversion. <laughs> then I start doing the math and going, oh, geez, I got the under by a half. But there was still four minutes left in the game. So I, I figured, ah. Oh. And then the awful pick by Brock Meyer down there. Uh, you know, know, listen, Joe, I think he could have ran for a first down there. I think he could have threw the ball away. There were so many things that he could have did. Instead, he throws a duck down the sideline. UCF picks it off, and that's all I needed to get that under because they drove the clock down after that. Yeah, well, the two-point conversion on Gabriel after they went up oh. 36-31. I mean, another targeting call. We'll I get mean, into I'm that, not, Joe. We're, I'm not I'm, talking about me. it. Trust me, no, calls gonna, we're going to talk night. about it. We're going to talk four about it, but not right now. Last night. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll settle down, Joe. Settle down. Talk I, when I tell you to talk. All no, right? I'm just saying. I don't want you to get into it when we got to go. We only got this is a short segment. I don't because I, I know how fired up you are about the targeting from last night because there were several instances of it. Gabriel got whacked on that two point conversion. No call. Uh, they don't get it. So the game ends on 67. Total was 67 and a half in a lot of places by kickoff. I had the under. Joe had the over. Trust me. Joe, there's going to be plenty of these this year where one of us is on one side of the half and one I side know. is on the other. It's, it's great to kinda... be talking college football. This is it, baby. We're yes. in full swing. Uh, this is it. Now, we'll do Ohio State-Minnesota when we come back from the break because we need to really get into that one. Uh, I will say this. South, Jeff Scott did a bad job last night. You can't lose 45 nothing. I know that you were on him. I know. That, I forget know. all that stuff. Put that to the side. You're right. building the new program. You can't get completely whitewashed 45 nothing in Raleigh. No, but I will say this. Yeah. Just big picture, their defensive front seven played much much better than last year. Yeah. Keep an eye out. I, the quarterbacks, the reason why they gave up 45 is the inconsistency of McLean and Cade Fortin. When you're out there for drive after drive, you're going to wear down. But the, the front seven played very well against a veteran offensive line. So keep an eye out for this team when they get get into conference play in a couple of games, in a, in a couple of weeks. I still, yeah. I'm still a believer they go over their win total. And everybody else kind of took care of business. Coastal Carolina put the whooping on the Citadel. Utah kind of struggled for a half against Weber State, but then they ended up winning 40-17. to I was high on App State yesterday, Joe. They took care of business against East Carolina. Great call. 33-19. to We'll come back and talk about Ohio State and Minnesota and the performance from C.J. Stroud and company. College football full circle. Carver and Lisi. Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 204. We keep rolling, and we get ready for all this weekend's games right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And we are back. College football full circle. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM, Channel 204. All right, Joe. The big game last night, of course, Ohio State, 45-31, gets the win in Minnesota on the road to open up the season, Big Ten style. A couple of things stuck out to me in this game, Joe. The, really the two biggest points for me in this game. Um, Ohio State losing at the half. It was a 14-10 game at halftime. And I thought, and me and you were saying this to each other last night, let's see how C.J. Stroud responds here. Down, on the road, his first start at Ohio State. And he really did pass the test with flying colors. And, and, and he was the big story. And the big plays, Joe, 38-yard touchdown pass to Olave, 56 yards to Garrett Wilson. You had the fumble recovery by Garrett, which was a huge turning point. A 70-yard uh, the pass, the swing pass to Henderson, 61-yard pass to Olave. They crushed him in the second half, Joe, with big plays, and that's the difference between Ohio State and Minnesota and plenty of other teams in the Big Ten. That's the difference. Yeah, great. Great point. I mean, if you're Minnesota and you back Minnesota, you had the perfect first half, right? Methodical, slow, ran the football with Ibrahim, and you had a 14-10 to 10 lead. You had everything for the taking. But in the second half, the defense did give way. And then with the inability to sustain drives and, and really rest your defense, they were susceptible to the big play. And that's what happens. College football has become like college basketball. You need to be able to sustain the 20 to nothing run but at the same time as a head coach it's just not game planning when you're on offense and you're you're calling plays if you're PJ Fleck for Tanner Morgan and Ibrahim you also have to know okay my defense just gave up a chunk play to the Ohio State offense are they gassed at this point do we need to sustain the drive and what I mean by that is you need to be cognizant of the time. And what I it doesn't necessarily mean, okay, we got to run a play every 10 seconds because then if you don't convert and you don't get a first down, then your defense goes out there for extended periods and they're going to wear down. That's exactly what happened in Minnesota. But 
Credit C.J. Stroud for looking through the fire. He came through with flying colors. He made some mistakes. But at the end of the day, that'll benefit the Ohio State Buckeyes at the end of the year, especially week number two against Oregon's defense. Yeah, look, I thought in the first half Stroud missed a couple guys. Like, you know, maybe there were some jitters. I thought he overthrew a few balls. But he was on target in the second half. I mean, he ends up going 13-22, 294, four touchdowns. He had that pick in the first half on the tipped ball. Um, you know, Williams was great for them, too, 125 and a touch. Alave had a huge game. This is what they do. I mean, they've got big-time athletes, big-time players, and they get it done. Uh, and the line is tricky. You know, it, it's funny. It, it, right on the line, Joe. You know, I know. 13, we said and, it. 13 and a half. In a, you know, for a, a couple days, I got it. I did see a 14 and a half, maybe like an hour before kickoff. I almost right. did it, Joe. I said, ah, I'm going to stay out of it. I know a lot of people push that line as well with 14, but uh, it was right there, the line, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we ta- I talked about it. Remember I said a couple years ago, Georgia on the road in Missouri with Drew Locke? That was the yeah. same type of line movement. They got it up over 14, brought it back down, and that game landed on 14 on the spot. Same type of situation. You clearly have the better team in Ohio State. You have a methodical team in, in, in uh, Minnesota. They had the perfect game plan. And then once Ibrahim went, went down with the injury, it was a different offense as well. But Tanner Morgan stepped up. You know, when when plays mattered, he stepped up. But then the penalties really did hurt Minnesota or the lack of penalties, right? I mean, that was clearly a targeting call at the end of the game with about four minutes left that really changed the whole landscape because they had an opportunity to backdoor that game. All right, you open the door, Joe. I'll let you walk through it since you got a couple minutes here. Um, they Terrible. overturned, and I'm not just talking about the Ohio State-Minnesota game. I'm talking about college football in general last night. The amount of overturned targeting calls. Uh, there was one in the Boise-UCF game. There was one in the South Florida-NC State game. There was one that got overturned in the Ohio State-Minnesota game, of course. Um, and they go over there, Joe. They're there for like seven to ten minutes looking at these right. plays, and most of the time they still get it wrong. The right. game's long enough. You got these dopey refs with the headphones I on know. looking at these targeting <laughs> plays. Uh, I Joe, I-, I was surprised because a couple of the ones that got overturned I thought were targeting. I, and, and I don't the, know what the, was going on. The problem now is we hear the announcers, oh, I don't think that was his intent. Oh, yeah, really? It wasn't yeah, his intent like, like, to decapitate geez. the guy. I hope it was his intent. He's playing defense. I mean, at the end of the day, the bottom line is this. It's not about spearing. It's about illegal contact or forcible contact to the head and neck on all four of those plays. That's what happened. I mean, the Ohio State defensive back put his helmet to the side of his chin yeah. and, and knocked the ball out. That's why the ball's laying on the ground. It wasn't because he didn't get laid out by the Ohio State DB. I mean, let's not m- mistake it for what it is, but it's, it is amazing on how UCF and Boise State right on the number, Minnesota, Ohio State right on the yeah. number. At the time the USF game happened, it was a 38 nothing lead. They were on the 10-yard line, yeah. right? The in-game total was 31 and a hook. I'm just saying crazy, isn't it? It, it really is crazy. Um the, the refs are awful. Uh, you know, I can't stand the refs. And I have no problem, I, and Carver, tell me if I'm wrong. I have no problem if they're going to call it that way, but it, yeah. it can't change Saturday and then next week. 
Like all of a sudden, we can't be watching Miami, Alabama. We see the same call, and then that's 15 yards, and we're going to give Alabama, uh, you know, uh, an easy touchdown. We we have to be consistent. If this is the way it is in Week One across all conferences, it better stay that way throughout the year. We can, we can't start making judgment calls, and and these re, and these announcers are oh, it was his intent. Oh, I don't think he really meant to hurt the kid. He, he led yeah. with the shoulder. Yeah, he just laid him out like Mike Tyson. That's why his <laughs> mouthpiece, jaw pad, and the and and, and the, like fast times at Ridgemont High. The, the, he's got no face mask like North Dallas Forty, but he didn't mean to lay him out. <laughs> no. Uh, was there anything else from last night before we move on to tonight uh, that that interests you? I mean, uh, Tennessee thirty-eight to six, whatever. They didn't. Cover Eastern that Washington over UNLV. Yes, how bad how about, is that? We well, got listen, it, baby. Listen, I'll we say this though, Joe. That's a wild game. I mean, it was what six-three or three-three at the half or something. They go to two overtimes. Uh, I mean, just uh, Eastern Washington misses the field goal at the end of regulation. It ended up being a really crazy game. I know. Uh, late night between UNLV and Eastern Washington. Uh, nice job by Herm not covering uh, that big 45 and a half. That bothered me against Southern Utah. Um, <laughs> way to win the and game. And by the way, Tulsa got what they deserved last night against UC Davis, Joe. I'm going to tell yes. you why. They decided before the game, we're going to give these, you know, these suspensions to all the players from the brawl with right. Mississippi State at the bowl right. game. Oh, you know, we're playing UC Davis. Who cares? We're going to try to show that we're tough on our players, and we're going to sit a bunch of them for the game and sit a bunch of guys for a half. Yeah, how'd that work out for Tulsa, Joe? as they take it uh, against uh, UC Davis at home. What a way to start your season. <laughs> yeah, great job, Golden Hurricane. Great job, right? UC Davis steps up with the victory. Amazing. Credit, credit Eastern Washington and UC Davis because now we have two underdogs that covered against F- FBS opponents in Colorado State and Steve Adazio could be next. Oh, Adazio tonight, man. Get me a line here uh, on uh, Adazio against the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State. Uh, We're going to get into tonight when we come back, Joe. Listen, there's two main games on the docket tonight. We've got Sam Howell in North Carolina in Blacksburg against Virginia Tech. We have Michigan State at Ryan Field against Northwestern, Pat Fitzgerald, and the Wildcats. I know that you're probably laying the 31-and-a-half with Wake Forest against Old Dominion as well. So when we come back, we'll start the run through tonight and all of this weekend's games. College football full circle. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi right here, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. Breakdowns and picks and more for week one of college football next on Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And we are back. College football, full circle. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. All right, Joe, we got games tonight, my man. The fun continues. Our six straight days of college football to start the season in week one. And really, Joe, let's just let's get, let's hit the two heavies, man. North Carolina in Blacksburg against Virginia Tech. I've seen this thing bounce from six and a half. It's back down to five and a half now. At FanDuel, uh, you could still get some sixes across the boards at a couple of places. Uh, let me see where your money is at. Uh, 68% of the tickets, 62% of the money on North Carolina right now. And uh, a bunch of money shading to the over, which is 63.5. What do you think tonight in Blacksburg? I know you're back in Sam Howell. I am back in Sam Howell. Now, this is a hot game. A lot of people like VaTech. I'm just going to tell you that. A lot of the contingency out in Vegas and in, and abroad like like uh, Vatek as an underdog, I don't. Uh, I look at this team right now. I say, what is the identity under Justin Fuente? Uh, I don't see it right now. I'm not a big Braxton Burmeister fan. I think he's a drop-off from their former quarterback, Hendon Hooker, that is there with Joe Milton in Tennessee. This is a defense under Justin Hamilton that failed last year. They had some attrition in terms of the NFL draft. They lose Christian Darashaw, their big play def- uh, offensive tackle, Khalil Hurst. Herbert as well. There are some playmakers there. You have Trey Turner, James Mitchell on the offensive side of the ball. Best defensive players, Chamari Connor. But this is still a defense that allowed well over 30 points per game and 189 rushing yards per game. And even though Sam Howell doesn't have his top four wide receivers and both running backs there, he has playmakers. He has Deami Brown's brother that is still there that caught for 311 receiving yards. Ty Chandler, the starting running back for Tennessee, or one of with Eric Gray is there. So I lean and like North Carolina here, though, uh, Carver, but I like the over. I'm on it. 62 and a half. It's up to 63 and a half. And FanDuel, I'll tell you this, they they know that we killed the running back props last <laughs> night. So I was looking for a Ty Chandler uh, prop in terms of obviously rushing yards, right? Yeah, because you have a be defense found. that gave up 190 on the ground. We have no running back props in this nope. game. Nope, you're only getting Sam Howell on FanDuel tonight. 274.5 for passing yards, 2.5 for t- passing touchdowns, plus 118 to the over on that 2.5 passing touchdowns for Howell. Um, and listen, they're giving you a couple receivers. They've got uh, Tavion Robinson in there, Trey Turner, Josh Downs. Uh, so they've got some of that. Uh, you interested in Sam Howell at all tonight, 274.5, Joe? Well, listen, as, as Sam Howell goes, so does that offense. Now, I can tell you this. Last year in Chapel Hill, with, with the, uh, what I thought were better players on the defensive side of the ball, they, they torched that defense. It was 21-0 in, in, uh, in Chapel yeah. Hill in the first quarter. I mean, they, they abused them vertically, and that's the biggest thing. We look at schemes, right? The Justin Hamilton did not make adjustments. They won that ballgame 56-45. to 45. 
You know, so that that was the problem. Now, Burmeister played in that game last year. He did not look good. He looked inconsistent. Hooker did not look well. He came in. They they split two quarterbacks. The best player in that game last year was basically Khalil Herbert and the offensive line. And I don't know for Virginia Tech, even though they're playing at home, they're going to be as consistent. And, and Justin Fuente against top 25 competition since 2017 straight up, 1-10 against AP top 25. I'm going with the better coach and the better quarterback. Yeah, I'm on North Carolina as well tonight, Joe. I'm actually playing it a little differently. Um, the, the spread does kind of worry me. I think that they should cover it. Uh, but my one play tonight is going to be putting North Carolina and our next game together. Uh, North Carolina and Northwestern together. Money line parlay for me, Joe. Now, both of these teams comes out to plus 126. Uh, so All right. I'm, I'm throwing the points out the window for North Carolina and Northwestern tonight. Kind of worries me both lines. Um, and, and that's where I'm going. So Northwestern uh, hosts Michigan State. I've told you uh, a bunch. Uh, I think this is a huge spot for Pat Fitzgerald. A little get-back game after what happened last year in East Lansing. Three and a half right now. The half does scare me. But it probably is still an, an, you know, an empty-the-account type of game for me tonight. Low total, too, Joe. 45-and-a-half uh, at Northwestern tonight. Jeez. Yeah, well, I got I got some bets for us because they just put up player props, and I'm oh, intrigued. Oh, here we go. All right, so hang on. Let's, let's delve into this. I had uh, Michigan State last year as a 13-and-a-half-point dog. They won this game outright. The over came in. This was a hot game last year. Everybody was on Northwestern. Yes. The identity of Michigan State, in my opinion, has changed under Mel Tucker. They no longer ground and pound. They have an inconsistent offensive line. They only averaged 2.6 yards per carry last year. That defensive front is not active and not aggressive to get enough pressure on Hunter Johnson, in my opinion. Seven games last year, only 12 sacks. The team was negative nine in turnover margin. So that right there is completely opposite under what they had under Mark D'Antonio when they made those runs. Right, So this team has completely lost their identity. There's no speed on the perimeter for Michigan State at the wide receiver position. That being said, Kenneth Walker is the starting running back that transfers from uh, Wake Forest, right? He gave way to Christian Beal Smith. He comes over. I love Kenneth Walker. I love this kid's ability. But if the offensive line is inconsistent and they're going up against a very solid defensive front, disciplined in Northwestern, they're going to have a tough time running, and FanDuel implemented a 90-and-a-half in terms of his rushing total, even money, I'm going under. I think Northwestern oh. makes them one-dimensional. I think Northwestern wins this ballgame in a rematch. I'm not sold on the identity. We're going Northwestern under 90-and-a-half for Kenneth Walker. Wow, there you go. And, Joe, listen, 2-0 and last night with the running back props with Isaiah Bowser and with Mo Ibrahim. And, of course, listen, we didn't get to mention this when we broke down the game. Our best to him. Uh, it looks like it's going to yes. be a season-ender for Mo. Unbelievable, is, huh? He was having such a game against Ohio State, too. Two touchdowns, was over, over a buck 25, buck 30, went way over the toll. He had 114 at the half, Joe. I mean, he was uh, he was cooking last night. So our best to Mo Ibrahim uh, of Minnesota. All right, so Joe's giving us an under here. 
uh, for Michigan State and Northwestern. Uh, and do you like them to cover the three and a half, Northwestern? I, I do just because I originally thought Michigan State, but the fact it's rematch, it's week number one, and I give the quarterback advantage significantly with Hunter Johnson over uh, Anthony Russo and Peyton Thorne. And without the running game, which I feel shows through tonight, then Michigan State's one-dimensional. They're put into long third down situations, and that favors the front seven of Northwestern. So I think it's a lower scoring game than it was last year. I think, you know, Northwestern was just ripe at that particular time for Michigan State to catch them. I don't think it happens with the long offseason in Evanston. Not much else happening tonight uh, around college football. I mean, are you laying the 31 and a half with Wake Forest? I know you love their win total over this year. They're playing. I got it Dominion, at 30 and a half stinks. already. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, good, good, good. I got it at 31 and a half not early bad. in the week. That's yeah. not bad, Joe. If you're uh, okay. So um, it, it, maybe I'll, t- I'll keep an eye on that. Uh, big total, 61 and a half in that game as well. I'll probably get to stay away. I'm already really all in on that North Carolina Northwestern uh, money line parlay tonight. Duke is at Charlotte, only six and a half point road favorite. Um, that game has I have no interest in that game whatsoever, Joe with Duke. No, did we talk Duke about lose. maybe Charlotte on a flyer? Plus one ninety four money line. You know what? You could you could pull my arm, Joe. Why not? Uh, Charlotte plus one ninety four on the money line. Let's do it. You want to have a little gas tonight, like a quarter unit? Let's just have a little fun and throw Charlotte money line tonight against Duke. They stink. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> we have props in that. Let's see. Do they give us? No, no, they no, no. no. They're not giving us they props in that game. They Josh barely Sheeran gave us props in give us, They don't want to dangle. They don't want to dangle any props in front of us. We're picking them all. Giving Jerry us the other ones. Um, Northern Colorado, Colorado tonight in Folsom, thirty-seven and a half. Uh, whatever. Uh, I'm not involved there, Joe. The Kansas no, and South Dakota. Kansas better win that game against South Dakota. I'm telling you that right now for Lance Leopold. Uh, Twelve and a half. Not not a big spread either against South Dakota. Jeez. Should we lay it? Uh, I can't bet on Kansas. I'm already invested in Kansas in the dopey prop that we played at WinBet with the six <laughs> worst teams in college football. I'm already inv- I'm already rooting for Kansas to win a couple. Hey, games we're, this we're year. sitting pretty. UNLV lost. Outright. I know. I know. What a huge get for us because they had that in the win column for UNLV. Uh, Adazio get Adazio getting two and a half at home tonight against the Jackrabbits of San Diego. That game, I that game does interest me now. The, you think Adazio's like nervous, like he's sitting at home oh, and he's watching, geez. like UNLV got clipped. Tulsa got Tulsa clipped. Got clipped. I'm it's next. like almost like it's. I go back to this. It's like Donnie Brasco. They called him in, right? It's Al Pacino. He's putting his pinky rings into the into the into the night table, huh? And he puts the twenty dollars alongside. You know, Colorado State going to get clipped tonight by South Dakota State. I, I mean, I, that I, would they be. Should, they should fire him if it does happen, but uh, I don't think it's. You gonna, think, I think it, you think he State sees the writing on the wall? Like he knows, yeah. like he he ratted out, like you know, a couple people, and and Adazio yeah. is going to get clipped tonight. Probably, I think that that's exactly what's going to happen. All right, Joe, we need to get to Saturday. Here's the deal, Joe. There's like 600 games on Saturday. All right, the the slate is absolutely <laughs> enormous, and there's huge games. I want to at least you know dabble in at least a few of them here with the amount okay. of time that we have left on college football full circle. So Let's when go. we come back. 
we'll give a couple of picks. Uh, you know what? You know what we'll do? I'm going to rapid fire you a bunch of games first, and then we'll give our five picks each. I think that's how probably we're going to have to go through this. So let's start doing it. Temple and right. Rutgers. The game got moved. Rutgers laying 14 and a half now. Tough spot for Temple, although that is a lot of points. I could see Temple covering that game tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, now, like, the fact that it's not a Thursday night game, the fact that maybe we won't get a sellout in New Jersey with the 12 o'clock start, right? I yeah. sort of lean to, to Rod Carey, and, and it's over the critical number of 14, uh, 14 right? I like, yeah. I would, 14 and a half, I would take Temple now. Yeah, just win the game. That's all I care about. Just win the game, Rutgers, for that season-long win total. All right, college football, full circle. Carver Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We come back. We blow through all of Saturday's games. We've got five pick seats for the weekend. A lot to do. College football, full circle, rolls on after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, and we're back. College football full circle. Carver and Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. All right, Joe, a lot to do. Let's do it. Let's start with the noon kickoffs on Saturday. James Franklin and Penn State heading to Madtown to take on the Badgers. Five and a half right now is your spread at Fandle. Pretty much the same everywhere else. What are you thinking here about this game? I expect a tight one in the Big Ten. Yeah, tight, but I'm going with the better team, in my opinion, Penn State. I bought into this team in the offseason. I'm on their win total. I'm on them to crack the college football playoff. I believe in Sean Clifford, a speed advantage over Wisconsin. I'm not a buyer of Paul Chris or Graham Mertz. Give me Penn State plus the five and a half. Also outright on the money line. I think they strike the upset on the road in Camp Randall. I just think they're the better team with better talent. They knock off the Badgers. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to win the game, but I am taking the five and a half with you, Joe. So I think this is going to be a close game. Could they win it? Absolutely. But I'm just going to cover myself with the five and a half there. Western Michigan goes to the big house. Jim Harbaugh needs to get things going on the right foot. This thing has gone under 17 now, Joe. I'm seeing 16 and a half at FanDuel. Big day for Harbaugh to start the season against the Broncos? Cade uh, McNamara versus Ellaby, right? Ellaby can move the football. This Western Michigan team is balanced. I mean, how many times are we going to see Michigan just not live up to expectations, right? But they dominate in terms of these interconference games. That's what they do, but they do have Washington on deck. Under 17, I'm going to lay the wood with Michigan. If you can't cover against Ellaby and Western Michigan, he should be. they should not even make him the head coach the rest of the year. Yeah, I think under 17, this is a good play for Michigan. Kentucky's laying 30 and a half against our boy uh, uh, at ULM, Terry Bowden. Um, this could be a rough start for Terry and Rich Rodriguez and Rhett Rodriguez. Uh, I like yes. the Wildcats, Joe. Lay the big number. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to lay it, too, even though it's a personal friend. Uh, Kentucky's one of the teams I'm high on. Chris Rodriguez, Will Levis, I think they just wear down an undersized team. There's a lot of Juco players there. Big number, but I still think this defense steps up. But we'll see. I also look to the over in that matchup. There can be a lot of points in that ballgame, even though Kentucky traditionally doesn't score a lot. Speaking of not scoring a lot, Jerry's World, a noon kickoff between Stanford and Kansas State. A very weird game. Kansas State minus 3.5 is the favorite, but I'm looking to the total, Joe. 53.5. Sounds like a low number, but I think it's going to go lower than that in this game. Not a lot of scoring. Yeah, you're talking about two teams' lack of identity. I mean, 350 total yards per game in Kansas State. You look at Stanford with Jack West or whoever wins that battle, only averaged four yards per carry. Same type of situation with Michigan State. They lost their identity, can't run the football consistently, go with the better quarterback, in my opinion, Skylar Thompson. I like Chris Kleiman, a blue-collar team in K-State. Gutty win on neutral field in Jerry's world. Unfortunate situation, of course, what happened to Tulane this week. Uh, the game was they were supposed to play Oklahoma at home down in New Orleans. Of course, Ida ruined a lot of plans down in the Gulf. Tulane now goes to Norman, Joe. Tough spot. 31 and a half. I'm going to let you know. I've already put this in. I'm laying it with Oklahoma. I think they have a big day. All right, they might have a big day, but I'm going to take the 31 and a hook with Michael Pratt, Ty J. Spears, and Tulane and Willie Fritz. Blue-collar team going to look to shorten the game, keep Spencer Rattler on the sidelines. I like them at plus 26 and a half at home now with the hurricane situation. I'm buying in Tulane Green Wave cover this number. Oregon opens at home against Fresno State, who already has a game under their belt. Of course, they beat up on UConn last week at home. 20 and a half is the number. Got to tell you, Joe, I kind of like the Bulldogs catching three touchdowns here to kind of hang with Oregon for a bit. Well, the problem is Thibodeau and that defensive front are going to challenge that offensive line for Fresno. This wasn't UConn. So, again, can they put them into predictable third-down situations? If you're Oregon, you cannot look past this game, right? You have a team that already played a game. We saw how Ohio State came out flat and had to turn on the t- the type of offense in the second half. I don't know if Anthony Brown can do that. They can't rely on that. They need to dominate from the get-go. You know, originally over 21 and a half when it was 22, I leaned to Fresno under the key number of 21 and a half. I'm going to go with Oregon and close my eyes. I don't love this game, but I would go with Oregon because it's under the critical number of 21. 
11 a.m. kickoff out at Eugene, too. Very bizarre. Uh, although they're probably getting ready. They got to play that noon kickoff in Columbus, a Eastern so, noon kickoff in Columbus next week, which will be one of the games we really focus on uh, throughout the uh, coming week. Indiana and Iowa starts our 3.30 window, Joe. Uh, the Hoosiers, Tom Allen, huge year last year. They're catching three and a half in Kinnick against Iowa. I like the Hoosiers here tomorrow. I'm going to go with the more athletic quarterback. You have Petrus, you have Michael Penix. We know about his dual threat capability. Keep an eye out for Stephen Carr, USC transfer running back, Fry Fogle, Peyton Hendershot. I think it's way too much offense going up against Iowa. Even though Iowa's won three straight in the series, they last played in 2018. I'll go with the Hoosiers. They might, if they lose, I think it's less than three, too. I think it's a game right down to the wire. So give me the Hoosiers plus the three and a hook. I got a feeling we'll be hearing this one again when Joe gives his five picks at the end of the show. But Alabama and Miami in Atlanta right now. De'Ara King and the Hurricanes getting 19 and a half. We've talked a lot about Alabama's history in these opening kickoffs. But I know, Joe, you think that De'Ara King and the Canes are going to be game tomorrow. We've said it before. Everybody that has broken down games about how you beat Alabama, you need a mobile quarterback, and that's what we have. And we he's not a chump. He's not Max Brown. He's not Logan Thomas. He's not Clint Trickett. He's De'Ara King, who is one of the most athletic quarterbacks at Houston and threw for over 300 yards in five ball games last year. They were 5-1 and one in games that they threw for over 300. And at the flip side, we look about the Alabama defense. Three games they allowed over 300. They did not cover in two of those games. I'm not saying Miami wins, but 19 and a half, I'm going to take my chances. Miami needs to make a statement. They step up and cover this number some way, somehow. You can't get abused the way you did by Clemson last year. You have to find a way to cover this number, and I think they do it. West Virginia at Maryland, a very interesting game. Uh, It really is to kind of find the identity of both of these teams heading into the season. West Virginia, two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road here. Yeah, it opened at three. Now, this is a team, we spoke about it. I'm high on Neil Brown. I'm high on their win total of six-and-a-half. Contrasting styles. Mike Loxley, you have two, his brother, that wants to push tempo. Going up against the statistical number one ranked pass defense in college football last year. They had some attrition and players that transferred out, but I look at it from a scheme perspective. They're a bend-but-don't-break type of defense and force offenses to methodically work down the field and force quarterbacks to be patient. I don't know if Maryland could do that. I really like this game. I'm all in on West Virginia here. The short number, that's something that I really like. Dante Stills is there. I like Letty Brown, Jared Daigie. I think this could be a blowout special, West Virginia on the road. This might make my top five plays for this Saturday. Wow, how about that? The Raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette head to Austin to open the Steve Sarkeesian era. Everybody's on the Cajuns, Joe, because they went to Ames last year and won. We've seen this line move down to as much as eight, now back up to nine and a half. I think that I'm going to go against everybody uh, betting the Raging Cajuns. I think Sarkeesian has a big debut in Austin. I agree with you. I I like Texas. I don't love the game, but I like the over here. I I think yeah. you know that yeah. game, that over with B. John Robinson, Joshua Moore, and now you have the the redshirt freshman making the start. I think they look to make a statement from an offensive perspective. We have to see if we can get B. John Robinson yards and then maybe a Texas total in this ball game. 
Yeah, no, I, I think the total's a good way to play this one. San Jose State, the Spartans, and Nick Starkle off the win last week against Southern Utah. Well, now, Joe, they've got to go and face the Trojans at the Coliseum. 14-and-a-half is where we're sitting right now. Do you think that the defending Mountain West champs give a little push to USC here on Saturday? We talked about it at 15-and-a-half. There's no way Keaton Slovis and USC can lose this game or even make it close. There's right. no way. They have to find a way mentally to get involved and dominate this ball game. I'll say this. Talent, paper-wise, USC should roll. I'm going with it. I don't care. You're giving me a point discount. I don't care about Nick Starkle. I don't care about Brett Brennan. I hate Clay Helton, but he's got the better playmakers in the Coliseum. Chuck it, baby. USC rolls. Uh, Some big games at night and the biggest one of the entire week. Top five battle between Georgia and Clemson in Charlotte. JT Daniels, DJU. Right now, Clemson minus two and a half. I'm just going to say it, Joe. Georgia never wins these games. They, (laughs) They never win these games. Give me Dabo Swinney over Kirby Smart. I'm taking Clemson tomorrow night. Oh, I'm with you. And here's a couple of stats about Clemson. I said since 2016, right, 2015, 11-3 straight up against SEC opponents, won those 11 games by 17.8 points per game. Since 2016, on the road or on a neutral field site, 32-5 straight up. 32 and 5, and they won those games by 26.2 points per game. More athletic quarterback in DJU. JT Daniels, I need to see it before I believe it. And the inexperience of the secondary. Richard LeCount has moved on to the NFL. So is Stokes with Green Bay. I think that's the matchup going up against Justin Ross. DJU breaks out. Clemson covers this two and a half point number. Now, uh, here's the one thing I'm going to ask you about this bonus question of this game, Joe. Usually when we get huge games like this, we get hyped up. We think it's going to be the best game ever. A lot of times we get let down with a bit of a blowout. We're not going to get that tomorrow, right? You think this one's going to be in the balance late in the fourth quarter between these two teams? I think it can be, but I still think it could be an ugly game. Don't be shocked. I mean, Georgia has shown an an ability to play type of games like that. It could look like or mirror the type of game with Cincinnati last year, right? Where they struggled and struggled and it was just an ugly game, right? Could be the same type of thing with Clemson. I think both factors, both defenses can dominate, especially from a front seven perspective. You have a Georgia defense that gave up 92 rushing yards per game. They can, and that was the biggest weakness of Clemson last year, right? 85 rushing yards less last year on the ground compared to 2018 and 19. So if that's the case, you're going strength versus weakness, you might have a one-dimensional type of game. So I don't love this total at 50 and a half, but I do favor the better offense, in my opinion, the better quarterback, and I'll go with Brett Venables and Dabo Sweeney over Kirby Smart that has failed to do it in a big spot up until this point. I got to tell you, Joe, I'm surprised so many people have gotten on the UCLA bandwagon this week. We've seen this line get to under three out at the Rose Bowl. LSU and Ed Orgeron come a call and now minus two and a half at FanDuel, the road favorite. I know people are factoring in the tough week they've had uh, at home in the Bayou. I get that, but they're the better football team, Joe. There you go. I think they dominate this game. This is one of my another one of my potential five picks for the weekend. This game's going to be one in the interior. They're not going to be able to run on LSU the way they did against Hawaii. Dorian Thompson Robinson can't go 10 to 20 and win this ball game the way he did against Hawaii. Max Johnson's going to put pressure on that defense. I love LSU and I love the over 65 and a hook.
Um, Oregon State going to Purdue on Saturday night as well. I know that you like that seven and a half with the Beavers. Uh, Come on, I know I you do. like the seven I and a half. Li- with the I Beavers. do. Jebbia <laughs> and the crew. I like this Jonathan Smith team. I do. Jack Plummer. I mean, there's no running game for Purdue, so I le- I like Oregon State, but we might have to look at the over in that one as well. Great job, Joe. Listen, we're going to come back. Our five favorite picks of the weekend up next. College football full circle. Carver, Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We wrap it up with the picks right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. See and Mike Carver. All right, we're back. College football full circle. Carver and Lisi here. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. Joe, reports are saying UCF, Cincinnati, Houston, BYU are all going to potentially get invited to the Big 12 next week. We will talk about it if and when that news happens. But I got tickets to make and tickets to win, Joe. So please give me your five picks for week number one in college football. Penn State plus the five and a half, Miami plus the 19 and a half, LSU minus the two and a hook, Notre Dame minus six and a half now on FanDuel, and West Virginia minus the two and a half over Maryland. Well, we're we're sharing one of them because the Irish is one of mine as well. When I saw that thing tick down to six and a half for Sunday night, Joe, I am all in on Notre Dame. So that's one for me. I'm taking the over in Alabama-Miami, Joe. I'm scared. I'm not going to lie to you. I am very scared of what Alabama normally does to these teams. It is 61 and a half. That's where I'm going. I am taking Dino Babers in Syracuse plus a half in Ohio. I'm sorry, Joe. Dino Babers after last year cannot lose on the road to Ohio to start his season. My next one. Florida minus 23 and a half. I think they're going to put a bully job on Willie Taggart and FAU at Gainesville tomorrow night. Lay the heavy lumber 23 and a half with the Gators. And finally, Joe, you know where I'm going, baby. 
Carson Strong in the Nevada Wolfpack. The bailout blowout, 10.30 p.m. on Saturday night at Cal. I like him to win outright. You want to take him with the three and a half, you go ahead and do so. Notre Dame, Nevada, Florida, Syracuse, and the over in Alabama, Miami, Joe. That's where I'm going Going to call you Mikey Chuck. You were, I, I was afraid you weren't going to give us an underdog. So I'm on Penn State, Miami, LSU, Notre Dame, and West Virginia. Small favorites and bigger dogs. Let's go make some money this weekend. Well, look, I mean, Syracuse is technically a dog now, too. They're getting a half at Ohio. <laughs> that doesn't scare That's It's flip-flopping. It's flip-flopping. Hey, hey, I'll give you my dopey teaser of the week, too, Joe. Penn State, Indiana, Texas, and LSU. There you go. That's my four-team dopey college football teaser of the week, okay? Wow. Joe, right. great job. Good luck tomorrow. You're going to tweet out some props when they come up on the board tomorrow morning, right, too, Joe, during college yep. football today? There you go. Joe's got you covered. Andrew Torres, great job. College football full circle. Carver and Lisey, good luck to everybody this weekend. We'll see you next week. Live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. Sports. This is... Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh... <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.